You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kyle Pitts will be one of the most fun players to draft in 2022. Are there any other 2021 rookie tight ends that will make maybe the first 10 rounds. We'll talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Hello, everybody. It's Adam Azer and Dave Richard here, rocking out on FFT in 5. And, well, you can answer that question. Other than Kyle Pitts, anybody looking as a top 120 pick? I don't know if Pat Fryermuth is going to make the cut at a top 10 round pick. Maybe, maybe. Um, certainly more so in non and half PPR than full PPR. I think people will see that he just won't catch the ball enough and questions about how that offense will look in Pittsburgh. All right, so let's talk about Kyle Pitts. Where do you have him ranked at tight end overall? Three. I think that there's room for significant upside because he's not just your typical tight end. He plays more like a wide receiver. He had a 19.9% target share. That was third most among tight ends last year. It's the type of number that you would see from a pretty good wide receiver. Um, You're looking for 20% of a target share from a good wide receiver. He's doing that at tight end. I think he can continue on that path. And really, the only thing that was missing last year were touchdowns. He only scored one in the regular season. And I think that the Falcons can do a lot more to get him involved. It'll be... I don't know if it'll necessarily be easier to make him a, a priority in the red zone if Calvin Ridley isn't there, but by force, that what else are they going to do? He's going to be their top target down there, and I think Matt Ryan will start making him the first read when they're inside the 10, inside the 5, and the play calls will be for Pitts, whereas this past year, it wasn't always that way. There were a number of plays where Pitts was wide open. He just wasn't the first or second read in the red zone. That was frustrating for people that had Kyle Pitts in fantasy. I think that gets rectified this year. I think he sees an uptick in targets overall. He had seven targets inside the 10 last year. That was low. I expect that to go up and be top five among tight ends, if not him being the top target getter inside of 10 yards among tight ends. Kyle Pitts actually had more receiving yards than Jalen Waddle. He did it in one extra game. But I thought that was really interesting. If you just want to you know, make him a wide receiver, he was better than everybody but Jamar Chase in terms of yards. But only one touchdown, of course. And much much of this discussion about this year's this class of tight ends is going to be on Kyle Pitts, who was the most exciting draft prospect maybe ever at the position. And he didn't disappoint. He had a record-setting season with over 1,000 yards. You just do not see that from rookie tight ends. 110 targets as well. Per game, though, he was only number 12 in both non-PPR and full PPR. What if Calvin Ridley comes back? How would that affect your approach to Kyle Pitts? It narrows the downside a little bit, but there's a plus side to it. It's a double-edged sword. You know that he's probably not going to be the team leader in targets and yards, and maybe in touchdowns he could still lead the team, but Calvin Ridley will get his too. Ridley would take attention away from Pitts, force defenses to kind of pick their poison, especially in the red zone. But I think the target volume, just the raw number of targets, would be higher for Pitts if there is no Ridley and if there isn't a really good receiver playing in the same offense at the same time as Kyle Pitts. One other note that I have on Pitts that I really like a lot, this is deep targets. We're talking about throws that travel 16-plus air yards. He had 25 targets. That doesn't seem like a lot. That was the second most among tight ends. In 2021, he had 12 catches on those 25 targets. Again, a number that doesn't seem like a lot, but those throws are typically not high percentage passes. So the 12 catches are good. He had almost 400 yards on those 12 catches. That I like a lot. 
but he also had three drops, something that he could fix, and obviously no touchdowns on those deep balls. That's a problem as well. But how many tight ends can we look at around the NFL and say, well, they've got a deep ball element to their game? Most of the tight ends in the NFL, they are touchdown or bust type guys or they're high volume guys like Kelsey, for example. Now, we know that Kelsey and people like Mark Andrews, all that, yeah, they can go and get long passes, 15-plus yards downfield. Pitts should lead the way in that category for the position, and that type of explosiveness can lead to those big game-breaking plays and certainly those smash weeks in fantasy that help you take down your opponents. All right, final question. You talked briefly about uh, Pat Fryermuth. Should there be any other tight ends from this class on our radar? Uh, I'm not ready to say yes to that. I mean, you might throw some names at me, and and I'll say, yeah, they could be late-round picks. Something like like Brevin Jordan in Houston is someone that comes to mind. Could be the second or third target getter in that offense. But I don't know if there's necessarily anybody who I love and going to clamor for on draft day. Okay. Uh, I think... um... Kyle Granson is someone that got a lot of uh, Kylan, excuse me, got a lot of publicity last year. We'll see if he has a bigger role in the Colts offense this year. I, I reach grasping for straws here. Okay, that's Dave Richard. I'm Adam Azer. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later this week on Fantasy Football Today in five. <laughs>